Sorry, one second. Okay, there we go. I think it's going to be a great platform, Glemish. I think Glemish is going to be... Uh, I, what I like is they're not going after... Uh, like, oh, we're going to be competing with Twitch. We're competing with Facebook. We're competing with YouTube. Glimpse is going to be their own unique uh, uh, podcast. Uh, it's podcast. Own unique streaming site <laughs> that uh, is actually having a really good feature. I love that you have your own. Pro- I think that one thing I really like um, are profiles, dude. Like, you have profiles are very cool. So you can find, like, everyone, like, you can find anyone here. You can actually have a profile, uh, which I think is pretty, which is pretty dope uh, about Glimish. Um and you can actually click on like the the person's. I think you click on their profile somewhere. Oh, there it is. You click on their name, brings you to a profile. And it kind of gives you like you know what you know what they're about, what their channel is. You can share on Twitter. You can follow you can follow them there. Um, so it kind of gives you like a little snippet before we actually start watching the stream. We want to figure out what they're about. Uh, and then the stream setup is really nice. I, I love that you can add a background image like Doctor Fate. Scott, who is that nemesis on the back of your uh, image, your chat there. Uh, it was very cool. And you can do the offline artwork and give like, and then and then you can actually add in images underneath here, which I gotta work on. What the hell is that? Um, which I need to work on for for my stuff. But uh, otherwise, it's really great. And the reason why we're talking about Glimish is because well, it's in eleven days. It's live, uh, and Doctor Fate and I are are are, are moving there. Oh, freaking OBS! I didn't. I, 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 thanks, Fate. Not a problem, man. Uh, what am I doing here? Display capture. Uh, full screen. Boom. There we go. Now, now we should be correct. Yeah. So anyway, uh, for for the YouTuber guys, I'll I'll show that again. For for everyone that's recording and listening to the recording, we're actually at glimish.tv. We'll leave that in the description below so you come check it out. Uh, but this is gonna be a brand new streaming site. It's the alpha, right? Alpha. Um. So, you know, I would go in expecting, you know, a little bit of trouble here and there in the launch because it's an alpha. <laughs> um, so don't go in, oh, you know, this place stinks because I can't keep a consistent stream. Well, yeah, it's an alpha. I mean, it's expected to be consistent. They're getting things out, working out the kinks, making sure that when live actually happens, we're good to go. Anyway, we're bringing that up because 3-2 is the launch, March 2nd at, what, 11 a.m.? Yeah, it should be at 11 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard, or is it yeah, Pacific? I th- I think it might be Eastern. I might be wrong, though. Yeah, I think it is Eastern. I might be wrong. Let me see. Now I'm looking at their, uh, their profile, but I think, I think you're right. So it's 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's when they launch... Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely interesting uh, to see this go down. Uh, they're not. I think the biggest thing about Glimish is that they don't have an investor behind them. There is no, there's no Amazon behind them. There is no Microsoft, no Google. It's there's no big investor. It's their own company, uh, and the people behind it have been putting in their own hard-earned money. Uh, there's no Kickstarters or, or community funding. Anything like that, I uh, and it's just been it's just been them working on it. So their goal is to get it out to us. The second, uh, I think the biggest thing right now for it uh, is that everyone's going to have when it launches. Everyone's going to have a sub button in the U.S. right now. Right now, it's only for the U.S. And it'll be a sub button. Oh. You can. What's up? 
I it's sorry to mean to cut you off. It's no, you're fine, actually dude. way more than it's way more than just the, the US at this. Oh, point. is it way more than the US now? Yep. I missed the last meeting, so I guess it's a bunch of countries now. I think there's like thirty something plus. Wow, look at that. Thirty plus countries that you can get a sub button in. That's awesome, dudes. Um and they're looking they're looking at the community to help fund the uh you know the 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 the, the whatchamacallit? The site. So you come on and you know it'll be great to you know start subbing to people and support the channel and sort the 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 site as much as possible. Um, they're also gonna have a subscription service uh, from what I can from what I can see. They're actually gonna have like a um, I thought I saw it last time upgrade. Yeah, I guess Glimmish platform subscriptions support the platform directly. And a couple extra perks really stand out, which is cool. So I would definitely do that to just help support the uh, the platform. Uh, I'm really behind this. I think what they're doing is great. Uh, the team, the community team's amazing. They're can fully, uh, they're fully behind it, and they're transparent and they communicate with their community, which is absolutely important. You don't see that really with much streaming sites. Google doesn't, YouTube doesn't know what the heck they're doing half the time. Facebook doesn't really talk much, and Twitch is always stepping on people. <laughs> What's up, Rob? <laughs> so. We bring up Glimish. We didn't really have Glimish on our on our show notes, but it was kind of like a last minute thing we wanted to bring up because I think a lot of people that are going live with you know going to be going live on three two and, and always the bad thing about not a bad thing but always like the 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 less of a perk when you have a brand new streaming site is that you don't have commands. Um, so it's usually it's usually like oh man I'm losing all my commands you know. Like Streamlabs and Stream Elements or Mixer Bot, whatever, or not Mixer Bot, um, Mix It Up Bot, whatever you might have been using, uh, Nightbot, anything like that. Well, there's two bots out right now that are directly connected to the uh, the Glimish API. There's one called uh, AT uh, OT Bot or OT Bot, OT. I guess it's called OT OT, um, which is a it connects you to the when you log in and makes you log in with your API, your your Glimish account with your API. Uh, and then you have your basic commands. So uh, that's awesome. So you'll be able to have some great command, you know, basic commands, nothing too crazy. You're not going to be able to control OBS scenes with it or anything. You know, there's some variables and whatnot with it, um, which is cool. You can actually have variables set up for, uh, I don't know what's supported here, input at user, um, which is cool. Time, date, date, time. So I think that's neat. But either way, basic commands. So you can say, hey, I want to, uh, you know, shout out, you know, I, you know, type in coffee for the coffee I'm drinking or, you know, GG for the energy drink I'm drinking or, you know, buy an apple or hydrate or do a push up, something like that. I don't know. Just, just silly commands you would put in there and whatnot. So I think this is cool uh, so far. And what was the other one? You said Pixel Chat. I don't really know much about this one. You you said, you knew about this one uh, for a while, right? Right, right, Fate? Yeah, I've actually uh, been following uh, Pixel Chat ever since Mixer has been around. Uh, it's a really good, uh, really good thing to use for um, like uh, overlays and stuff to like where it could show up your socials and stuff during your stream. Like when you let's say like when you're playing a game and stuff, it can show up like your social links and stuff on the stream. Or oh, that's cool. you can have like. Uh, like there's a whole bunch of different things that you can like put on put on there. I think you could even put commands and stuff if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've used it, but it, it is a really good tool to use. Yeah, it actually looks pretty pretty neat. I, I love the fact that you can set up overlays kind of like stream elements in the cloud. Um, 
that's pretty cool. Uh, so the best on the best on stream chat overlay. So that's cool. But it only looks like it f supports a few right now. It looks like it does Twitch. Yeah, right now it's for Twitch. But once um, uh, for when Glimish goes live, that I think he he's just gonna switch on the button and then oh okay be ready for Glimish. Gotcha, because I because I logged in with this with my with my there was an API when uh when I when I logged in um a, an application programming interface just in case you don't know what API stands for, so when you logged in, it actually asked you it had you authorize your Glimish account to this. So I'm guessing there yeah he's gonna flick the switch, and then it'll be over on uh you'll be able to use the bot and overlays and chat uh, online screens for uh for for Glimish. So if you're looking to stream on Glimish and you don't have any bots to go to. Uh, we'll leave these in the um, in the chat description and in our uh, uh, show notes, so you can go ahead and check them out and figure out which ones gonna be best for you. Uh, Odie looks pretty brand new. Pixel, like Fate says, has been around for a while, so be able to choose and pick one you want and start playing around with commands and setting them up before March second, which will be awesome. Uh, so this is this is cool. Uh, Runs head by schedule and command schedules written in plain English. Here are some examples. Oh, this is cool. So, so OD actually has like a you can you can schedule like timers, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So every day at two p.m., pace going live soon. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. And it's gonna have quotes soon. So it looks like the both of these are coming up. And eventually, I guess once Glimish is actually like built up, uh, you know, we're gonna see how you know. I guess Stream Elements is gonna be watching it. Stream Elements will be watching it, and then there'll be support from there. Eventually, I guess Restream will support it as well uh, to make sure that you know. You know they don't want to just jump into an application that it may not, may, you know, may may not do well. But I think Glimish is gonna take off and do and do well. There's a lot of people really behind it and really excited for it. I think people want a big change from from uh, Twitch and the mainstream streaming. So it'd be very nice. I know a lot of people are fed up with Twitch. I am actually one of them. <laughs> I'm tired of their nonsense and yeah. random and their TOS are not consistent and whatever. So. Not the bad mouth Twitch, you know. It has great people out there. It has good communities out there. I just think overall there's some many issues behind it that I just can't be behind anymore. Um, so, but keep an eye on this. March 2nd, you'll be able to find myself and iDoctorFate over on uh, Glimish. We'll have our links in the uh, show notes and the YouTube description. So, that's uh, those are all the all the uh, notes uh, for, for Glimish. Uh, that we had i'll add them to the show notes just so we have them to talk about uh talk about our show notes we have a lot more to cover and the first thing we're talking oh well, the first thing we're gonna bring up now let's jump over to our gaming news uh if you have never played rage 2 but didn't want to spend money on it but thinking about possibly playing it because you know rage 2 wasn't good but it's free on the epic store i mean yuck but that's cool right i mean it's free i mean that's cool right free 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 games are cool, right? We like free games, right? Right, Fate? Oh, yeah. I love free games. I love free. If it's free, it's for me. So, I already own the game. I played it a little bit, but uh, check it out. It's free on Epic right now. Go grab it. Before, I think it's... I th uh, let me bring up Epic. I think it's only up one until what? It's usually a few weeks or maybe a week. Actually, it's every week they give away a free game, right? Or some nonsense like that. Yeah. Now until February 25th. So, next, next, next week it goes away at 11 a.m. So go grab it. Absolute Drift is up there as well if you're into racing and, I guess, drifting and, I don't know, games for cars. I don't do racing games, but go check that out if you're into Rage 2. Grab it. It's cool. 
Uh, let's get into the meat and the potatoes of this whole thing. We have a lot to cover about Outriders, dude. Dude, I'm stoked about this game. I'm, like, so hyped about this game. I'm so hyped. I, I'm, like, super hyped. We keep talking about this game because we need to hype it up. People need to play this game. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely agree. I've been looking forward to this game before, like, there was, like, a small teaser before they even showed the name of it. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I was... I was a little leery about it. Oh, I, right. I, I know. I, I don't and, blame you. And I was like, and I just kept watching them and watching them. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's so much information coming about this game. Like, information, not bullshit hype. Like, legit information. Not like other games did. Like, like you know, they showed off videos and, you know, but they didn't really give you information about how it was actually coming. Like, they provided videos, updates, information, where they are, delayed it. How many times? I think almost three times they laid this game. Um, yep. So it's it's they're they're really pushing this game, uh, and I think that we're gonna have a re we're gonna see something that's really good uh, coming from People Can Fly and Square Enix. Uh, so I'm really excited about this. So let's talk about this. So today on Twitter they dropped some info for us. Uh, we're gonna be yep to demo drops 225 next Thursday. If you are in, I actually have that in the Gilded. That's in the Outriders um, channel, in the news channel. Uh, if you're in New York, it drops at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're in Los Angeles, it's 9 p.m. Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sao, uh, Sao Paulo, that's 4 p.m. British Standard Time. I guess British Time. And London's GMT is 1700 GMT. I guess it's 5. What's 6? What's that? 18? I don't do math. Is that 6? 6 o'clock, right? Then those are the times. 2 o'clock, just Japanese. 20 is Moscow. 21 GST. And Sydney is 4 o'clock. So, uh, it's global launch, as you can see, uh, which is awesome on 2.25, uh, respectively at your times, for your time zone, uh, which I'm really excited about, dude. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how excited about you are about this game, but I'm super excited. Oh, I, I'm definitely really excited for it, man. Uh, I've been keeping eye on every bit of news for this game for quite a while, and... Like the the game itself is definitely seeming really promising, uh, mm -hmm. like especially for a lot of the core mechanics and stuff that's going to be going on for like each of the characters and stuff that you use, and I I it definitely seems like it's going to be a really promising game. And another thing I'm really happy about is that it's not going to be a live service game as well. I'm yeah, really excited about that. I'm super stoked about that. I'm very excited about that. I'm so glad. It's not going to be like a Destiny 2 or a Division or, or, or something like that. Because, I mean, if you've looked in the last recently, in the last few in the last few uh, launches of, of live services, haven't done well. Like, they just haven't done good at all. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens with this. But this is more like if you think of like Diablo 2. Like, there's a lobby you can join and things like that. And, you know, there's a hub and whatnot. So, it'd be very cool. Uh, so right off the bat with the demo info, preloading is not currently planned for the available, uh, for the demo. Uh, so you're gonna have to just download it and install it on the day you, as soon as it releases. Uh, so it's gonna be 24 gigabytes, possibly more after decompression. That's on PC. Consoles will be 22 gigabytes, possibly more after decompression. So that's not too bad, but I'm thinking maybe probably like close to 30 gigs after everything's done. Um, so it's not too bad though. I mean, I'll take a 30 gigabyte game for, you know, I mean, you know, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting a lot in the demo, which is pretty cool. So you're getting the games prologue and opening chapter, 
Uh, and then they say that the game, this means that the gear and enemies that you come across will be the early game variants, which is cool. So you're going to see like the full, like, I guess all the gear and all the variants. Um, so I like that. Like, you're going to see like everything they can drop and all the enemies you can fight uh, in the very beginning, which is really cool. Hmm. And then, and, and the, then, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> Where, where'd you stop at? Uh, the variants. I was still talking about the variants. Okay. Yeah, just go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine, dude. I babble a lot. So I just didn't feel interrupted, dude. That's cool. <laughs> um, and they're saying that the further you get into Outrider's story, the more twisted, exotic, and powerful both gear and enemies will become. I can't wait to fight. I can't wait to get the powerful gear. I want the super gear. Give me super gear. Um, the demo runs up until the showdown with gas. I have any showdown with gas because sometimes it's really stinky. Uh, the first rival altered who may be even dangerous than you. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds cool. So he's more dangerous than us and he's the first person who's been altered uh, to have like all the special powers that we have due to the, what was it, the calamity, whatever the hell they called it, the event. I don't know what the hell they actually called it in the game. Um, Whatever, some event happens and it causes everyone to get like special powers and nonsense, which is cool. We love special powers. I wish I could get special power one day. Um, so we're going to have side missions unlock after defeating Gauss. So you will be able to go back and explore the world in the demo. Crossplay will be available in the demo, but it's in beta form. You need to manually end up setting up all the settings. Uh, the demo includes four classes and six character slots. So that means you can try all the classes were having to delete any characters. I was very nice of them. They didn't have to do that at all. We'll go to level seven. Uh, we'll get to learn your class's fourth ability and able to mix up and uh, mix and match your active skills in the demo. Uh, this will also allow you to learn two skill points so you can apply to your skill tree, which is cool. A little bit of process, a little bit of progress up to tier, world tier five. Um, and I guess you can think of like world tier five as like kind of like the. Um, was it Diablo's uh, Diablo's riffs? I guess a specific uh, something like that. Me doing rift grinding, and the uh, the different like that. The higher level you make it, the harder the harder the rift get. So I guess stuff like that. Um, you also have yeah, a higher it's, chance. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be something similar to that. Basically, I, I think my opinion would be like something like you remember like how the division was to where you can like up upscale the enemies. And stuff yes. Or, like, okay. Each level and stuff. So basically. That it's going to be like those type of tiers and stuff to where you increase the difficulties. And I think that's definitely a pretty neat feature to have for this game. I definitely. Especially if they do it right. I agree. I, I like that. I like that constant progression and you're constantly getting stronger and going after a better gear, better gear to always to just keep perfecting your gear. I like that endless progression. Kind of like Borderlands in a way. Yes, 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 yes. That's a good game too. Um, so that's cool. Uh, there'll be a link in the video if you want to learn more about uh, world tiers. Uh, well, that's a, that's a link there. Um, they're going to allow you to farm resources in Outriders, um, which is great because you need to well, add resources to craft. Uh, there's going to be it's going to be it's going to be capped, uh, but they're saying there's going to be a, gener a generous amount. I don't know how much that generous amount is. Be balancing for when you go into the main uh, when you go into the main game because once you actually complete the demo, for as long as you play, you hit level seven and you have max resources. You have some great gear. As soon as it launches on April first, uh, you keep all that and you progress into the story where you left off from the demo, which is pretty dope. There's no reset. You're going right into the game. 
uh, with everything you had from the demo. I think that's very nice, very cool, very generous, actually. Usually most games are like, oh, you're getting a reset! Have fun! You spent 40 hours doing whatever we want, and now you have to do it again. So I think it's very cool people can fly that you're just keeping your... Um, your characters at level seven with their stats and whatever gear and uh, resources you collected. So that's cool. Uh, resources will be used for extensive crafting system that can only be trade can also be traded for better gear from the main game armors. So you have to pick and choose. Do I want to craft or is that guy that's holding that gear behind the counter have better gear for me? So I guess you have to figure out, you know, balance it out. I don't know what end game is going to be like with crafting. And if that's, you know, I would think this would be great for like leveling with the, with the trader. And then end game would probably be really good for crafting. I guess we'll see. Unless it's like that rare piece of item that drops into armor, right? That I don't know. It makes me kind of think, is there going to be like an open world aspect? If they're going to be doing this. It makes me wonder. Like, is there going to be like some parts that might be open world? Because remember, remember, like how some certain games where you have to go across and like, like, look for materials and stuff. Like for Destiny, for example, remember when you had to do that? Yeah. To upgrade. I think there is. I thought the game was like there. There, there's a hub world that you go. There's like a hub you go to, but then once you leave the hub, it's pretty much free range. You can go wherever the hell you want when you want. I don't think it's like they said up here. Um, uh, where the hell they say? Uh, what some side missions unlock after the Green Gauss, so you better go back and explore the world. So it's not like it's pretty like. And I think in one of the trailers it even says like um, the world the world demands to be explored. So there's gonna be a lot of explanation. It's just not gonna be like all right, go to quest B, go to quest, start the quest and go from A to Z and finish it. It'd be like the division. You go into a dungeon or a quest, do it, and then go roam the world and look for what you're looking for. So that's that's how that's that's what it looked like in some of the trailers as well. So, but I guess we'll find out in a week and seven days, dude. Seven freaking days. I'm excited. <laughs> just just a little. Um, what else? What do we got here? Uh, the crafting system unlocks in the full game once you're beyond the demo content. About what we said, you can save your resources with that system. Uh, what I like about this. You can transfer your progress if you play the main game on the same platform account. So platforms are uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. So that's cool. You cannot transfer between the demo on Steam and the full game on Epic Store. So I guess if you're looking to play on the Epic Store or buy it from the Epic Store and you play the demo on Steam, you can't transfer all that information over. You might just buy it on Steam. That's, I think that's a... That's, I, th I think that might be kind of like... I don't know why they didn't let them cross over. <laughs> kind of like sticking into Epic epic players, I guess, in a way. Um, and they even said again, progress will not transfer. It's, I don't know why. I don't know why it's not happening. That's kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's weird. I don't know if there's an issue between uh, the for two. Progress, for like progress to carry over to the full game? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the demo is only on Steam for the PC. That's it. You can't get out on Epic Store. It's only on Steam. Uh, they actually confirmed that in a tweet. Um, and the demo. So that's. I just find that interesting that you can't like convert it over to. I, there must be. There must be a technology issue or just told Epic mm. go screw yourselves. <laughs> um, 
The demo will not have any trophies or achievements, but it will have in-game accolades that will transfer along with your regular process, which is pretty cool. Uh, you are allowed. This was this was huge. You can stream any part of the demo. There are no restrictions. Go have fun. Stream theorycraft. Shoot things in the face. Hang out with people on stream with your friends and go put Gauss to the... I don't know if it's Gauss or Gas. I just like calling him Gauss. Go put him to rest over and over and over and again and keep collecting your gear until freaking April 1st, which is less than two months away at this point um but they do they did call out uh there is a trailer at the end of the uh demo that will have licensed music so they recommend caution while hitting that section i just recommend i guess mute your freaking desktop audio so that doesn't come through um you know dmca is just a bunch of assholes fucking like i don't want i don't listen i don't want i don't want to be famous from your shit music that you put out but thank you uh excuse me sorry <laughs> language <laughs> Um, that's really it, man. There's, there's a lot. There's just a lot of cool news from this. I'm really excited from it. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'm really, really excited that it is gonna have crossplay because that that's something that most games anymore need. Especially, you know, if you want to be able to play. Let's say, like your friend doesn't have a PC, or you know, or they, that they're only console bound, basically. Yep, you know, I agree with that. That's, that's huge. I know that's something that, I know that's something that more you know I'm glad that we're seeing that more and more um because that's just that's just huge that we're seeing more and more um you know cross play games I mean you have to think about it like as much as you hate Fortnite as much as you but love or hate Fortnite they really push the whole cross play initiative like they really push for it uh, and then Microsoft jumped on top of it as well because they knew they were gonna, you know, they knew they weren't gonna beat Sony with exclusives. Um, so they jumped on top of that. And then if you look at Microsoft now, they're in a better position than Sony is. Sony thinks they're still gonna win this freaking battle with uh, with exclusives. You're not gonna win with exclusives. Um, so it's very interesting that we're seeing more and more games with crossplay. I think I think it's a nice advantage. It's a nice advantage to gamers because you get you get to play with friends on all the different systems as long as Sony plays nice. So, um, I come on. So the next up, so that was all our outriders information. Uh, there's probably, you know, as we get closer to, once we get into the demo, you're going to see a lot of coverage from myself, uh, on the, my streams, on my YouTube videos about the demo, about the guns, about the gameplay, about how fun it is or possibly how much it sucks. Um, hopefully it doesn't suck. I'm really hoping it doesn't my fingers and my toes and everything that I could cross is crossed in my eyes. Uh, so We'll see how we'll, we'll we'll report back in a week with Outriders more information on the demo. That's going to be a well. We'll have just a podcast covered strictly for uh, Outriders that night, just pure Outriders. And then if you want to join us up with us afterwards, uh, it'll be open lobby if you want to join up with us uh, afterwards. I think it'll, I think that'll be fun. Actually, I think Crackshot might be playing as well too next Thursday. So probably you, me, and Crow. Is it three up to three other friends, right? Four player co op? Yeah, I think it's four. Nice, 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 nice. So that'd be cool. So, you know, well, hopefully, I don't know. I, I know a bunch of people looking to play. So, however, we'll, we'll definitely hook up with a bunch of people and chill out and play some uh, uh, Crossfire. What the hell's Crossfire? Outriders. <laughs> you remember remember, out, remember actually, Crossfire? That was, <laughs> was a board game, wasn't it? That uh, well, no, they, they actually do have a game called Crossfire that's coming up. It's a shooter. Oh, is it? 
Yeah. If someone smacks you in your face, I would suck. I wouldn't want to get stuck like that. That'd be bad. I'd just be stuck. I wouldn't be able to see anything. I'd be like, hello? <laughs> oh. Alright, so we're gonna jump into our next topic here, which is Biomutant. This one this one's been I remember seeing this one a few years ago. I was like, this looks dope. It's like a kung fu action RPG uh that looks like awesomeness. I love action RPGs. I'm I I'm an ARPG and RPG nerd because I like numbers. And it's I actually I hate numbers, but in video games I love numbers. <laughs> you love uh, it, hate it. Yeah, I don't like doing numbers in real life, but if you give me a video game, it's like, all right, well, this one has this more attack, and it affects this modifier this way, so let me just add these two numbers up together, and let's see what I get. I'm like, oh, yep, that one's better. And I love numbers. <laughs> so, so I'll be honest, I don't know much about this game. I know it's like, you can do, like, you got, like, you can, like, mutate yourself, I guess, because you're, like, a bio-enhanced rat, cat thing. I don't know what the hell you are. What are you, a freaking ferret? I don't know what you are. What are you? I have no idea. And then you have, uh, you can actually like create your, you can make your own character. Let's just, let's take a look at some, uh, gameplay. And just so we can get like some cool stuff here. So buy a guy mutant gameplay demo 2020. Check this out. I have ads. I always have ads. Don't have time for ads on YouTube. There we go. This is the gameplay. I'm going to pause my Spotify. Uh, how come I have no audio coming through here? Oh. Alright, so this is Biomutant. It looks very pretty. I really like the artwork. I think it's beautiful. How long has this game been in development, dude? Do you know? Oh, this game's actually been in the works since I think 2017, I believe. All right, it's almost three years. Wow. The animations look crisp. Who developed this? I don't know who the hell developed this. THQ. 20, oh, yeah, THQ. Yeah, THQ. 2017, it was announced. Oh, no, nah, what's up, Sleek? I love pretty games too. They're so nice. Hey, what's up, Sleek? THQ Nordic. Didn't they do uh, God of War? Not God of War. Dark. Uh, God, uh, nope. Dark, Dark Siders. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, I've been keeping my eye on this game for like a long time. Uh, it's definitely like my type of game that I've been like looking forward to playing. Hmm. I really enjoy games like this. It looks like a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, he's dope looking. The bow staff. It's like fudgy ninja turtles. No, that goat is yeah, no that's joke. That's what I was hearing as well, almost. That's what I was hearing as well. The combinations are endless. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, this is really loud. 
It's kind of like that uh, uh, Mortal Kombat fatality you gotta do. That's like 8 million buttons. Only like 0.1% of the community can actually do it. <laughs> That's cool. I'm excited. I want to punch everything and anything. Whoa. The combat looks sick. Boing. <laughs> that was cool. Right? That guy should shoot off in a rocket. Stop it. That's not part of combat. <laughs> I, I think Whoa. I like clearing outposts that you could do on this. Is it a multiplayer game? Uh looks really sick. Now that I didn't know you could do, you could fly. I didn't yeah, know that. I know that either. Uh, flight fluff jet spurt. Yo, that's like a freaking teddy bear and your bed that woke up in a bad mood. <laughs> that looks like Stitch on steroids. <laughs> it did. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's frog with a gun. What is that thing? It's fighting. You know what game this reminds me of? Wildstar. Dude, oh my gosh. I really liked oh, Wildstar. I'm so glad. I'm so mad that dude, game well, crapped well, out. Oh, yeah. he died. Who got a boat? Ew. Now this game, this game, I could definitely see it being a good co-op game as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I could definitely see that. This looks like fun. Ew, that thing's cool looking, but nasty. Ooh, it's a freaking toothbrush. It's like a, does it have a, it's kind of a looter too, I guess. An upgrader. Oh, it's definitely a looter. I like how it's kung fu and there's all these like crazy guns. <laughs> Yo, it's thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing bubble. Oh man. And climb walls. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it definitely is pretty cool. <gasps> oh, look at that. I can glide. Maya Doom. This looks like a really big open world game, too, man. Like, very big open world. I, I, I uh, love games that are like that. It gives oh, yeah. more of like exploration, more in depth of like the way that it, you know, like probably how the story is going to be. Yup. I'm really excited for this. Choo chug. Choo choo chug. Oh, I, I don't have command set or anything on this. Uh, I know. This is just so I, I don't I get like. You did. No, just in case <laughs> I get like follows or anything, it doesn't interrupt the podcast. But, um,. Yeah, like this. This is definitely gonna be a really good game. I, I hope. I'm having my fingers crossed. Yeah, me too. I mean, THQ is. They released some good games. A Moog Monster Hunter. 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 The combat looks great. 
The graphics are cool. That's a plane. Solo Slender Stealth. What is that? It's like a cat. I mean, it's like a frog. Whoa, it's a hole. Yeah, that turtle's angry. Yeah, this game is going to be crazy, man. Dude, they're underwater in a freaking submarine squid. That's this is actual cool. gameplay. Yeah, this is all gameplay, man. Like that, some of the stuff I've never seen before. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen this. Like, I hope this isn't just a tug, uh, a submarine squid. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a submarine squid. Or is it spider squid? Oh, that's so great! Pooping all over his face. <laughs> Jumbo puff. It's like Yo. A Oh, okay. That's a freaking despoiled marshmallow, uh, a Stay Puft marshmallow, man. I think I need this, right? Rob, this that, game was great. That, that kind of re that kind of reminds me of the the monster off of Monsters Inc. In a way. Sully? Not Sully. I can't remember. Yeah, can't Sully, right? Mike Wazowski. And Sullivan. Yeah. Whoa, Dodge. This looks so good. Oh, dude, he just turned that. That's a gun blade. I like the toothbrush. The, this dude is hovering all over the place. He just made the earth come up from underneath him. That's a fist. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, he... Let's see. Yeah, almost as death for right. There's like endless custom like combinations and stuff, basically. Oh, you ate him. Wait, but he's dead. <laughs> That's funny. How long was this? Oh, it was only ten minutes. Okay, I was like, wait, how long was it? We got a minute left. Is this from? Oh, this is from like seven months ago. I think I said right. This is new gameplay. This is not even like something that's old. Hoof puff. The monsters are huge on this. They are a humongoid, dude. Like totally humongoid. Like crazy huge. Coming. <laughs> Coming. That's all you're getting. Coming. When we were happy with it. I like that. That was awesome. I miss companies that say that. You know you just say that shit all the time? It was blizzard. We'll be there when it's we'll be there when it's supposed to be there. It'll be there when it's ready. It's not ready yet. I like I like that it said coming when we're happy with it. Okay, here's my thing though. Okay, if you saw the very end of that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. We're, we're gonna be straight here with that. Right with right now. PS4, Xbox One. We cannot have another Cyberpunk. It's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One, and then it has horrendous launch for PS4 and Xbox One. So if it 2HQ does not pull Cyberpunk, because that would be really bad for gaming industry. I, I can't have that again. Will. I better not, because that'd be bad for the industry again. 
They are horrendously bad for the industry. But looks dope. I don't know much about the game. Uh, please don't suck. Please don't suck. <laughs> this is one of the comments. Um, so you know, I haven't. What I, what I like about what I like about games like this um, is I don't see much about it on uh, on social media. I don't see it over the internet. I don't see things pasted all over the place. Like they're not they're not doing that crazy like build up hype around it, and then it comes out short of all their expectations. Uh, every now and then they put up like a new video, it looks like, and they talk about it a little bit and they give some updates. But it's like they're keeping it close to the chest, kind of like they're doing with Outriders, where like Anthem was overly freaking hyped, um, and the game just plummeted because they spent more money on marketing and than actually like development. Um, so I, I hope this really does well, man. Like I'm, I'm really this game looks really good. And I try not to get excited about games anymore, but this game, this game looks good. It's got like a lot of things that I like. I like kind of reminds me of what it gives me like near vibes to it. Mm. Mm. The combat, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. For the combat. That's pretty cool. I didn't think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, man. Near rock, dude. That was a great game. You haven't played near automata or just near. You need to go back and play near. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. wait, wait for the near the the original near reboot. The remastered. Yeah. Then go play yeah. that. But go play near automata while you're waiting. So, <clears throat> talking about Cyberpunk, I plan, on getting that for, I, I plan on getting that for the PC. Me too. Near Replicant? Yeah. It looks really good. Oh, no. I, I meant the, the other one. Oh, Automata. The one. Yeah, Automata. Yeah. Automata is like one of my favorite games. That's, that, that game is a 10 out of 10 easily. Like, a 10 out of 10. Done. Like, there's no, there's no yeah. even question about it. Uh, it's, it's one of the best games you can actually play. I went. I overplayed the original. Went through three Xbox discs. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You would love the game. I never really played the first one, so I'm excited to play. I'm excited to play the reboot of it, a remaster of it. I'm excited. I know. I know this is off topic. I know this is off topic. You know, one game that I would really want to see come back. Uh, Duke Nukem. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, Lost Odyssey. Oh, Lost Odyssey is a beautiful game, dude. That game had such great stories that, inside of it. It was just a really yes. good RPG. But oh my gosh. If Duke Nukem comes back, I want it done right. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know what people right. are expecting. I know I don't know what people are expecting from Duke Nukem. He peed on freaking toilets. He gave money to <laughs> strippers and told him to shake it, baby. And, and blow it out your ass. I mean, that's what that's what we got in the new game. <laughs> That's what we got, and people have lost their minds. I'm like, dude, you got Duke Nukem. I don't know what more you're expecting. Like, what were you expecting? I was not expecting that game to redefine any type of first-person shooter. I was expecting it to be exactly what it was—a shit game. That's exactly what it was. Because the first one, like, it was great gameplay. And it was fun, but it was a stupid freaking '90s shooter. It was just—it was just overall. Like, if you look back at it, yes, the game was fun, and it was silly. But it was a dumb game. <laughs> there was really no point to the game except for shooting alien cop pigs and ripping off things' necks and shooting down, ripping off the head and shooting down their necks. It was just, it was just an hilarious game. And I, I felt like the new one that came out 
was exactly was was exactly what we should what, what people should have expected. I I don't know. I wasn't yep. expecting much from that game. Well, I I think it was the the hype surrounding the game for like over ten plus or so years. You know, like is it, it, it was in the works for so long. If I remember yeah, correctly, they it was. It there was lawsuits and all that too. It. Yeah, there was like a but, whole bunch of craziness behind it. That's true. But even then, like when I, when I started announcing, it, I'm like. I don't see anything spectacular coming from this game because it's Duke Nukem. Like if this game actually comes out and redefines first person shooter, I will be absolutely surprised. But if it comes out with like dick jokes and farts, I'm not gonna be surprised. That's exactly what came out was dick jokes and farts. It's like I don't know what you're expecting. It's Duke Nukem. It's Duke Nukem. <laughs> Shake it, baby. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> it's Duke Nukem. Uh, I do love Duke. No, he always he always have a you know place in my heart. Oh, but anyway, we're getting uh, we're we're a little off topic. I want to talk about Cyberpunk. We still got a lot to go through. Uh, Cyberpunk hacks, dude. That was that was probably crazy. Uh, uh, I, you know what? And one thing I never actually looked up, and and I meant to look it up before this podcast. Um, Cyberpunk hack was how they actually got in. Was it was it an email? Um, I, how did they get in? I- I think it was from an email. Crackshot, what's up, dude? It was an email. Uh, Hey, what's up, Crackshot? Confirmed the auction has closed. Someone has indeed purchased material, which is crazy. Someone actually purchased for like what we say a million dollars. It was so they actually stole the data. Seven. Seven Seven million. million. Seven million. They stole the data, put it up on the dark web, and sold it for seven million dollars. That's not going to no community called modding. That's going to some person who's going to do things with it called pirating. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's crazy. Like that's that that's like that's a big hit that's to really the reputation. Bad. That's really really bad. Um it was oh, it's right. They were they were they were attack of a ransomware attack. Uh, I just don't know how the ransomware got in. Um, usually, if I understand how ransomware works, is like an email comes through, you click a link, and it starts running across your network. Um, once that happens, it's already the damage is already done, um, and you have to you have to get you have to give pay the hacker to uh, you know decrypt all information, and who knows if they actually can give your information back once you once you actually pay them the money. Um, they're still going to do with it, but dude, this is seven million dollars. And what they got? They got CDP. They got uh, Cyberpunk. They got um, The Witcher Three. I think I just saw here uh, Thornbreaker as well. The auction was thought to have included so uh, yeah. So they they thought to have Thornbreaker, Witcher Three, a way trace, a ray trace version of Witcher Three, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and copies of the company's internal documents is what it's thought to have. Which is just, and it also followed a leak of a source code of for CD Projekt Red virtual card game, uh, Gwent, which is verified by by Vice. You know that's this is this is a huge hit to cyber uh, to C, to CD Projekt Red's reputation. Like they already had a bad enough thing to deal with that they were that their management decided to release a game for old gen consoles that were just nowhere near ready. It was a completely broken mess. Even the PC had some issues. It just needed like a good year, an extra year of just um 
fixing and, and, and correcting. And CD Projekt Red Management releases this releases this game knowing, and the devs knowing that it's not good. They don't want to release it, but the manager said, too effing bad, you got to do it. It falls apart. Gamers are angry. And then a few months later, they get hacked. And their source code for their top games stolen and sold for $7 million. That is hard to recover from for your reputation not even not even like loss and freaking in revenue or or, or call. the hardest thing a company ever has to deal with it after the hack is their reputation because it's very hard for that yep. person to go to them gamers trust them like you were hacked how do how i know my still how, how do i know my stuff was it like it's just it's just it just puts like this 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 like ooh, i don't trust you much anymore and it just really hurts the name of the company so i think they're gonna exactly. bounce back from it it's gonna take some time Oh, it, it's definitely going to probably take a long time, to be honest, because not only did they lose that, they lost the stuff for uh, The Witcher and some yep. of their other stuff as well. Which is just crazy. So they, 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 they potentially what lost how much money from this? Basically? Seven, seven million is right. Oh, I mean, it sold for seven million, but overall, you figure that source code a is lot. Yeah, a lot of money by itself. I just they lost money from that. Like that's gonna hurt them. That's gonna hurt them uh, uh, financially because now they lost that. You know, not that they lost the source code. They, they still have the source code, but they're lose. They they lost the ability to actually sell that game anymore because now they have people have the source code for that. They could just put that anywhere on the internet, compile it, and give you and give away free versions. Why do I need to buy the Witcher three again? You know, like why why do I need to buy that? How can I, why do I need to buy CD, CDPR again? Like I don't need to buy those games anymore. Someone's gonna someone's give it to me for free. So it, that that hurts revenue. That's gonna hurt the bottom line. It does. It, it really does. And you know, for all that to happen, it, it's it's definitely gonna take a lot to repair from, especially from all the losses and stuff that they're currently dealing with, especially with mm -hmm. all the criticism and stuff that's been going on. And like this happening to them is it, it's definitely something that's gonna probably take at least I would say. I, I would say year to get bounced back from or so. Yep. Yeah, year maybe a little bit longer, but I think they come back. They just need to, you know, they need to make good and whatever they do next, whatever release for Cyberpunk, um, it needs to be completely handled correctly and not bullshitted. And if it can't be released for the PS4 and Xbox One right away, they they just need to just be front with that. You can't you can't be shady, man. Like. We went through all those years of EA and Activision being shady, and we still deal with it a little bit. Uh, but other companies keep trying to do it, and you know the gamers have gotten smarter now. They're not stupid. They're not going to freaking you know fall for the same shenanigans they've been falling for the last ten years. They're just not going to do it, and they're not going to put up with it either. And they're going to speak their mind, and they're going to be angry, and they're going to vent, and they have every right to because um, I spend sixty dollars on a game. You told me it's going to work, and then I get the game, and it's not the thing that you promised me. You lied. I must trust you. <laughs> it's like going to a gas station and pumping your freaking gas full of water. It's like, dude, you told me it was gas, but it's water. You gave me a game, but it's not a game. You gave me a game, it's a half-finished thing. So, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of, it's kind of messy situation Steve PR is in right now. I wish they would have hacked EA, I mean, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, I wish no one, I wish no, I wish this for no company, no matter how bad they are, how bad they are, um, 
uh, you know, in their policies. I would never wish this on any company because this is just financially. You talk about people's jobs possibly too that, you know, oh, shit, we're losing that. You know, it's never something I would wish on the worst gaming company in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> Rumor has that there's been a lot of people that has lost their jobs due to this. I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, you know, especially like the network, the network side of things, like the IT side of things. How did this happen? How we let this happen? How did this get in? You know, the person who clicked the email, gone. See you later. You're a weakest link. Um, so whoever, whoever got in, what's up? For you? Welcome in, man. The CDPR, I am the Senate. <laughs> Pretty much. So I don't know, man. This is, a, this is a big. This was big in the you know, a few days ago. Uh, that has happened. It's still kind of like shocking that we that they this was sold for seven million dollars and their name is just in the dirt right now. It's just sucks for CDPR. I like them. I thought they were. I thought they were a great company. They put out good games, and it sucks to see them get tarnished like this. But hey, you get two things in life. You get your credit, your name. Don't screw it up. Um. So from there, we'll move on to our epic metahuman, guys. That this looked dope. We're going to YouTube for this because this was insane. You showed me this uh, uh, the other day, uh, Fate. Which one? Uh, the epic metahuman. Oh yeah, the epic metahuman. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty cool when I when I uh, when I saw that on Twitter recently. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, now I wonder, are they going to be implementing this into? like video games or what, what is going to be like the main thing for this i don't know I, I would i would love to see it in video games i mean it would be it would be pretty it would be pretty dope to see it in video games i mean look, look, let's take a look at the video here like the the just the way the the facial expressions look like look look, look how real she looks like the detail the nostrils the ear, I bet you can see earwax in there. Her eyes, like the eyelashes, her eyebrows, like even even just like the sides of like her, you know, the their hair and whatnot. Her lips, uh, like the, the like the grain in her skin, like you just see so much detail. You can even see the liquid on her eyes, basically. Yeah, yeah, you can. And you know what? You know what makes this even crazier, everyone? This is Unreal Four engine. This is even Unreal Five. Yep. That's yep. that's crazy. And everyone's saying like, I hear we're, we're nearing the end of Unreal Four. And I'm like, dude, this is, this this I can't like you almost, almost can't tell a difference. Like the way she moves, the way he moves, his hair, like the wrinkles. And the teeth, that's crazy. This is the future. Future of gaming right here, dude. Like, it, even the hair looks just... in. Uh, I, I can't. What? This has to be for gaming, though. I don't know what it's going to be for. Like, uh, it's just absolutely it's crazy. Be... My, Could my you imagine... This has to be for gaming or for shows. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But could you imagine, like, going to a character creator and, and doing this? I mean, the one that actually looks really good is like Black Desert Line has a crazy character creator. But imagine yeah. being this deal tell in the game where you can make like a dude look that old and the wrinkles are just that amazing looking. Like, exactly. coming 2021. Like, what is that going to be for? 
Uh, creating convincing digital humans has interesting eyes slow and expensive. With MetaHim created the time to create unique digital human the highest quality complete with higher color clothing are is slashed. So I mean you guess you could make like cool like um what's the newest thing out there? It's like, you know, uh, like like AI AI marketing is a huge thing. So you now you could attach something like this to it and give it that really personable feeling and they like, you know, after reading all their stuff, they like you using like the Facebook algorithms uh, and stuff like that. They would, you know, they could create a specific meta human to market towards you that you relate to. That's kind of creepy. Now, what if they basically let you create a character and it basically goes to like on a database and stuff from like the character that you created and like every single thing that that like people make like uh it goes on like a database for them for uh for the metahuman and what if they let video game companies choose some of the characters that people created and put them into video games that'd be cool you think that that would be pretty cool that'd be really cool you create it yeah and you can turn around and say oh i want i want to use my like for like, I would say like for let's say for for argument's sake, it's it's an epic specific game because I'm relying on your engine is just to say is epic, epic owned and right now this is their thing, and so they have specific epic games where you can say I want to load my custom metahuman and put that in X game, it downloads all the animations from X games and looks like and looks like how you create it, that would exactly. be pretty dope, dude. Exactly, bingo. <laughs> That, that, pretty that, interesting. That, that right that right there would be definitely really interesting to see to be implemented into like other games and stuff because i i know i know mass effect uh for uh, yeah i think it was dramada they had a bioware had a, a a thing for their site to where you like you can download customizable characters that create people created i think it was the same thing for dragon age inquisition as well Mm. And you you were able to download like the specific characters and stuff that somebody made, and you can use it for you throughout your playthrough. So if they could do something like that, that'd be pretty cool. That that would be really dope. I would I would that'd be really neat. That's a cool idea, dude. I'd be like I'd be making like my own kind. But like I want to look like this today, with pink hair, and I want a nose ring, and <laughs> just pink I want, hair and a nose ring. Yeah, so I'll just walk around naked all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this this was this was something I was not expecting from Epic. Um, I mean, as much as you can say bad things about Epic, I mean, they create without the Unreal Engine, we wouldn't have the games we actually have today. So you kind of like give Epic a little props because without that engine, I don't know what we'd be playing on. <laughs> True. I mean, I, I mean, some game like CDPR makes their own, you know, their own engine, and a few other games make their own reg engine. Like EA has the Ice, whatever engine. But majority of games uses it's Unreal Four. Yeah, I can't stand Dice's engine. Ugh, it's trash. It's so clunky that engine. And plus, it's yeah. No frostbite, I think, things. right? Yeah, it's frostbite. Yeah, I've also heard a lot of bad things about it. It's like really hard to work with. And... Yep, I've heard that too. Yeah. So I would just I would they should just move over to freaking um whatever. So uh but that's not a humans that look that's dope. Uh it's a lot of fun. Uh it looks really cool. I'm I'm waiting forward to see what actually to do with it. Um so 
We're going to move to uh, Valheim. Dude, let me say something. Survival games. I don't like them. Valheim was so awesome. It's amazing. I played last night with uh, Fate and Crackshot. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I, we had a blast, dude. We played for a few hours. We played for like, what? We jumped on at 7. We played for like almost 1230. Like hours. five hours. Dude, the game yeah, is you just get lost so. in the game. It was so much fun. Like an absolute blast. Um, it was it was definitely one of oh let's see if we can find some footage from, from last night. Actually, I have I have it recorded. Actually, it's on my VODs. Uh, it was just 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 I'm repeating myself. Uh, I, I get like all crazy. Uh, how about go to my VODs? Where's my videos? I don't know how to do that anymore. Oh, videos. But yeah, I'm basically in the same situation as you. I am not a fan of survival-based games at all. And this is by far the most fun that I've ever had with any survival game that I've played. Right? Overall, it's, throughout it was all just... It was a lot of fun. This is Neo. We don't want to play Neo. Where the hell is my... Where, 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 when was that? Oh, last night. I went to the yeah, wrong last one. Last night, man. <laughs> I'm like I'm like three I'm like three weekends yeah, that's ago. An interesting survival game. <laughs> <laughs> this game is just is just like I don't I don't hear ourselves. Uh, this game is just like dope. I'm fast forward a little bit, but we spent what a better part of like an hour and a half building a house. <laughs> it was hilarious building this freaking house too. We had such a good time. I it's tw this game's twenty dollars on Steam. I highly recommend grabbing it. I am not a fan of survival. I think survival can be pretty boring. The grind just, uh, the grind doesn't do anything for me. Like I want to go freaking farm rocks for like the next two hours to build a stupid hatchet. But even that, like solo, I can sit down and play this game. It's just that it's that fun and it's that involved. It's really in depth. And I feel like this game kind of like gives you just just enough direction to where you need to go. Like the okay, you have to go fight a boss. Okay, and then it kind of like you go start collecting stuff. And it's like, and as you're collecting stuff, it pops up saying, okay, now you can build this, and now you can build this, and now you can build this. Uh, and then you get yourself ready to go fight the boss. And once you go fight the boss, you beat the boss, and it tells you, okay, you gotta go to this area to start this next boss. Uh, and you start working towards, you know, the new, the better gear so you can go fight second boss. And it's just hilarious. I think one of my favorite things last night, dude, we're chopping down trees. They're causing domino effects. Trees are falling on top of trees and falling on top of trees and falling on top of us and falling on top of our house. I was like, it's freaking freaking marble madness over here with trees. I was like, what is happening? It was so much fun. Oh man, it was a great it was a great time. Um, the graphics. Uh, I'll bring up some better gameplay than just my nonsense freaking uh, uh, smacking a tree. Uh, Valheim gameplay. It's kind of just like that's not what I want. I don't know what Val is. Valheim. Wasn't that wasn't that uh, dad's name in uh, uh, the, 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 the Alchemist Full of Alchemist? Uh, I can't remember the the name of it. Oh no, it's Vonheim. Vonheim was his name from Full yeah, Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna release some content on it. I have I have the whole vod recorded, so I'm gonna break it up and put it into pieces of like 
trees falling on top of us. I'm, I'm going to put out some TikTok videos for it. It'll, it'll, it'll be funny. And then I'll, I'll put up like a, a bigger video of like fighting bosses and whatnot. It'll be cool. I want, I just want gameplay. So I want, I want to know about things or things like that. I just want like a little gameplay. I don't like, I like trying to look like IGN stuff. I don't, I don't like displaying other people's like stuff on here. I just kind of like feel bad doing that. Then I don't, I don't have the rights to really use their, so I'd rather use, uh, I want this gameplay from freaking Valheim. I don't see any. I actually know we can't, we can do this really quick and just make it a hell of a lot easier. If we just go to Steam, go right to the source, go right to the developer and be like, yo, hey, watch our video. I'm like, all right, cool. I meant to have this stuff up earlier. I'm very sorry. Work was kind of nutty today. So I'm a, I'm a little behind with like the content I want to put out, like with, with this stuff. Here you go. This is, this is some of the videos. You kind of just like start off in a world that brother brings you in. There's storms. Really big monsters. I love the name of the production company. It's called uh, the, the, not the production company. The publishing company is called Coffee Stain. I think that's great. You go fishing. 10 players on a world. Which is pretty cool. You get boats. I was watching Crackshot stream today. Uh, he had freaking boats. That was cool. Can't wait for that. Yeah, that was dope. Oh my God, look at that. It's a huge freaking town. You got a windmill. A castle. That's gonna be us one day. That's gonna be I want a cloak day. with a freaking wolf around my shoulder. Whoa, it's a Trent. Ew, booger. This is gonna be this is gonna be us in the future, man. No, it's gonna be great, dude. <laughs> There's portals you can fast travel to points on your on your actual like map. Yep. Dungeons. Bosses. Like this game feels like very like open world RPG with survival built into it as well. Like it's very cool. Like in a sense, there's an end to this game because you have what five bosses you have to fight, and after you beat those five bosses, that's really like you know kind of it. And then you know you have a bunch of other things around the world you need to go do. Is what I'm gathering from it. Um, it just looks re. Just, you died. I was looking for like gameplay. I don't see any gameplay. But you get this. I mean, that was some gameplay, but I highly, highly recommend this game. Uh, it was a lot of fun just exploring and chopping down trees, hitting rocks, then having a tree fall on top of me. I've died from a tree last night, I think twice. Uh, it fell on top of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that uh, one time when, uh, uh, when I cut down a tree, and then you turn around last second, it just like went in the top of your head. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> And I'm standing next to the house last night and uh, <laughs> oh, I'm cutting down trees. <laughs> You're like, oh no, oh no. I'm like, what, what? It's like, did you, did you let a tree fall on our house? You're like, maybe. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, dude. I had a great time last night. It was one of the best moments in the game I had in a long time with friends. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely good playing solo. Like, I, you know, you can actually watch someone do this playing solo because there's actually a lot to do with it. Um, and, they, and they can really get into it. They know the game, explain the game to you, what's actually going on, and educate you on the game. And then watching play with friends is just—it's just hilarious watching. You know, like two, three people run around, even more than that, up to ten people just running around, just being ridiculous and chopping trees on each other or, or rocks or getting or or trapping them in something stupid. It's just hilarious. A very, very fun game. Highly recommended. This game came out in a month. It sold a million copies. 
And two months later, it's up to 2 million copies and is pushing like over 100,000 views on Twitch. This game took off like extremely fast. It's definitely one of the most successful uh, survival games out there. Uh, If you played Ark or anything like that, Go check out Vi. I'm telling you, you're gonna be blown away by it. It was it was great. A lot of people are complaining about like, oh, the graphics suck. I, I think the graphics actually look really great. Like they they like you were saying last night, they mixed that uh that new gra that old graphics look with a new look. Like that like the uh they kind of have like the the old almost like the old RuneScape look with like the new modern look on top of it. So it looks cool. Exactly. Dude, look, he's got trophies in his house. I want yeah, trophies in our house. Get hooks for it. I think we have to get hooks. For yeah, I see something up there. It looks like something. It looks like hooking onto something. Maybe Crackshot will will know more about it. We'll have to look into it more. Yeah, definitely. Because I want, I want, I want, I want, I want a hook for sure. Um. And that was really Valheim, dude. Valheim was just a really good survival game. I really highly recommend it. Like the reviews, fifty-seven thousand reviews right now. And dude, I the, the forty-three thousand of them match overwhelming positive. Like it's just, it's, it's just, it's crazy. So check it out. It's highly recommended by like so many players. And with two million copies sold in the first two months, it. They're doing this company is doing something right with this game, um, so check it out. Twenty bucks, I, I I highly recommend it. If you can grab it on sale too, see if you can grab it on sale. But for an indie game, um, it's awesome. The, the Coffee Stain Publishing actually put out a lot of games too. They they I, they put out uh, Deep Rock, uh, Deep Rock the Galactic. They put out the Satisfactory. They put out Goat Simulator, uh, Sanctum. They put out a, a lot of games that you might know just like just by name. Maybe you never played it, but you've heard of it. Um, so they put out some good game, you know, they put out some good games that people played. And and if you look like all their games are pretty and like no game is like right now below like 80. Oh, no below oh, below 80. It's crazy. They made Goat Simulator and know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know either. Also wait, they made Goat Simulator, Coffee Stain Studios and Coffee Stain Publishing. That's actually a fun game. That's oh, it's hilarious a game. game. I love this game. This game's stupid. I'm like, "Wait a minute. I'm a goat. And what do I do?" And you freaking drag humans around, <laughs> freaking get your head stuck in a wall. It's like you're just a rubber goat. Exactly. It's just hilarious. It's was just a fun. Game. They they make it's fun a silly games. Fun game. Yeah, yep. it definitely is. It's um, like a really fun game that you could just like relax to on the side and just you know. To me, it's like more of like a therapeutic type of game, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. There's, there's really nothing to do. I mean, there's some goals you can do for like you know beating the levels and whatnot, but other than that, there's really nothing you can do. Um, oh, they published Deep Rock the Galactic. They didn't. They didn't develop it. Ghost Ship Games developed it, but still, their name was behind it. <laughs> Coffee Stain Publishing. This game is actually really good too. I never played it, but I hear it's really good. My buddy Rob always talks about it. I really should check it out, but I haven't checked it out yet. But anyway, check out Valheim. Uh, it's really one of the best survival games you probably ever play. Uh, I think the last game we had to talk about was uh, the day before. I, this game, I don't know much about, but it's definitely on my radar. Um, it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic, um, uh, post-apocalyptic uh, zombie type game. It kind of has division feels to it, uh, which is which is really cool. Uh, and I want to take a look at the announcement trailer, uh, just because it looks really good. 
the day before. Winter is coming. Yeah, this game looks like it's going to be pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I'll talk more after the, the trailer, though. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So, so right there, the world destroyed by a terrible virus. Division. <laughs> so let's get to be able to get fuel. The backpacks, the way the armor looks, just gives you the division feel right away. Okay. <laughs> it looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like a PUBG type inventory. <laughs> it kind of does, don't it? Yeah. This game definitely looks uh right. Yeah, the, the game just like the, the feel of it, and like it's snowing. It looks like New York City in the winter. It just definitely feels like the division a little bit. No, we're going to DMCA. You can't play that song! Sweet. Now take the dirty mags. Oh. I want this game to be really good. Yeah, I think it'd be neat. Like, it'd be cool because open world is PvP. Dude, just ling the grenade. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you got, grenade? He's like, let me just throw a grenade at you. Hell yeah, shotgun. Oh, maybe you got cold quick. Ooh. Holy snap! You see all those freaking zombies run through that door? Oh, snap. 
Oh my God. I, have, I actually didn't watch this full trailer. He's dead. He's an infected. That's what I would think. This has like a little bit of a horror aspect to it. Oh no. Is that his friend? It was his friend. Wow. It's an open-world MMO survival set in a deadly post-demic America overrun by flesh-hungry and uh, infected and survivors killing each other over food, weapons, and cars. That's crazy. This looks like a lot of fun. I like the fact that it's a survival MMO. Or MMO survival. So, that's pretty cool. Reminds me of The Division, but the, with the Dark Zone being the whole map. Yeah, yeah. That's actually true. I oh am God. cautiously excited for this game. Yeah, I agree. Cautiously excited. Um, I'm not like overhyped about it. Because a lot of the stuff during the trailer kind of like it, it seemed way too scripted to me. It was it was very scripted. I think a lot. Of, I, I wonder if people are actually like talking while it was happening. I, I don't I don't think that was actually part of the game. Um, I think it was just like a test. Like, here you go. Uh, it but, just seems like everything was just put in place, yep. like, and they knew where to go. Exactly. So, have to see how the actual game actually starts to uh, pan out. Uh, it looks cool, but yeah, like I said, I'm very, I'm very cautiously, uh, cautiously, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic uh, about the game. I think. You know, if it does well, it'll definitely be a new type of survival, uh, a zombie survival and, and you know, type game. Um, but I don't know. It looks cool. I'm a little, after watching that full thing, it looks neat. But I don't know. I'm a little hesitant with it. So I guess we'll have to see how it actually comes out. I mean, the game looks really cool. Um, but I, I guess I need the information and actual, like, maybe real gameplay. Like, people actually playing the game and not just, like, something that's scripted to see what it actually looks like. Um, there's no, there's no, there's no date yet for us releasing, right? I think it just says like, it's coming soon. Uh, if you go to Steam and look it up, it's like coming soon. Let's say the day before. Now, yeah, I, I definitely soon. want the game to do well, but I, I... I, I'm definitely going to keep my excitement down a little bit for this because I want to see more for it. Yeah, I definitely need to see more footage. Like, like, they don't give you enough. And like that, that, you're right. That trailer looks very scripted uh, in terms of like what's actually happening. And it's not like real true like player gameplay. It just seems like it was just very scripted. You could tell they were reading lines while they were talking. Um, it was just, I don't know. We'll have to see how it comes out. Whatnot. It looks very cool, but yeah, I, I'm hesitant to just jump into it. I, I need definitely to see how a lot more before I say, yeah, I'm going to buy it. 
So we'll see what happens with uh with with the day before. So keep an eye on that one. That one it looks it looks decent. It just, I think we just need overall more information on like what what's actually coming to it and what real gameplay looks like and not scripted gameplay. So I don't know. Definitely something to keep an eye on. And then our last topic of the day of the night was botting. This is actually a pretty big topic, and I, I think you know I think uh, talking about like gaming like gaming uh gaming side of it is really good uh, but we were actually having a, a chat earlier today about there was a whole big chat on twitter today about view botting so uh, we could talk about that too because that's you know that's that's another big thing that's huge in the in the streaming realm but also in the gaming realm like this this you know uh botting is just huge in gaming uh, especially, you know, when you want to automate certain things like Final Fantasy 14, you can get bots. So you can just like automate everything you're doing. Uh, you can automate your crafting. You can actually automate to go run dungeons for you. You can automate to do freaking farm mats for you. Like, you can automate to do everything. Uh, pretty much, uh, pretty much everything, uh, and and they have the same thing with certain things like this. But you know, you have people who stand up against it and pushing back on botters and finding ways. Um, uh, you know, deciding petitions against gamers' apparent pro- botting problem to stop them from actually to stop people from botting and get the people to and get the developers to do something about it. Um, you know, botting is just a huge, a huge issue in most games, um, especially now. Most of them are like you know interconnected. And I guess I'm gonna say this about botting: if it doesn't break the game in a way that it's causing you to have an unfair advantage. To come on top and beat the other players at what they're trying to do, I don't have an issue with botting. The moment that it fixed it, that is breaking the game and giving you an unfair advantage and cheating your way through the game, I have an issue with botting. But for something to like ease your task a little bit and just help your, you know, you can get up and walk away for a little bit. It's just like, but it's not going to break the game or make you like the best at something. Like kind of just like automate repetitive tasks like is how i look at botting like oh i I have to i have to build a thousand of these instead of freaking sitting here doing this like you know instead of here doing it myself you know a hundred times i can just put on a bot and do it a hundred times and i can just walk away and go do whatever else i have to do um so i guess you know there's for me there's lines with botting and i'll use bots for certain things um not in like final fantasy 14 or anything like certain specific games i'll be like ah you know what I'll macro this. I'll bot this. I'll do that. It's because it makes my life easier. And I'm all about easier, dude. I'm working about working smarter, not harder. <laughs> oh, what are your thoughts on bots, dude? Uh, I mean, I, I've, I, I'm definitely against a lot of the, the botting stuff, especially, I, I don't know if you remember. Well, I'm pretty sure you do remember. Remember what, with what happened with uh, World of Warcraft, for example. And like when like the there was like farmers and stuff trying to get gold and stuff and they earned money off of that. And now that type of stuff I'm 100% against overall because it, not only that, like let, let's say that somebody's trying to, you know, farm for a certain like a certain item and stuff. And there's like tons of bots in that one area that gets it, you know. Right. And there's no way that you can get it due to that and there's like thousands of bots in one area circling around in one area just well, like attacking it like ais and stuff like that 
No, I agree. This is this is that and that and that goes back to that um to that that gives you know giving giving making an unfair advantage for uh for other players in the game. You know that that's just that's just making it unfair. Like you have it's no, it's no different than uh. uh you know, scalpers getting up on Amazon and running a bots to buy up all the freaking, you know, th 3080s or whatever video cards and 1500Xs, you know, processors from AMD. So the same thing, if, there, if there's a quest item that, or a quest boss, so you get the fight and then you have 15 bots around it and you're actually a legit player trying to get to it and those bots are just killing it fast and you can actually get to it, that's, that's an issue. And that's not what a bot should be used for. I, you know, it's kind of like you know, you, you're 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 looking at. I look at it as like a programming thing. I want to use a specific bot to just repeat a crafting task. I don't want to sit here and freaking craft. Like there are certain things I, I would I, I, if I didn't have to pay for a bot because you have to pay for bots. A lot of bots you have to pay for. Um, I would use it for I would use it for automating simple tasks that I don't want to deal with. But I would never use a bot to make an unfair advantage for another player. Because the moment you do that, it's cheating in a video game. And you have to cheat in a video game, you're just a bad player. Like, that's the truth. <laughs> if you got to cheat in a video game, you're not good. Let's just be honest. Nope. You just got to be honest with yourself, too. Like, oh, I've got this bot. I can fly through walls in Destiny 2 and kill people. Dude, that's because you're not good. That's why you need a bot. Get good. Yeah, if you, the if, you need a, if you need a bot to be good at a video game, you might as well just switch to like a kindergarten game. No offense. <laughs> Great. I'm going to bot and division, uh, in Destiny 2 and PvP and fly through walls and shoot people that, in the face. It, it, that was a joke. That, that was a joke, though. But no, like all seriousness, though, in order for you to be good at a video game, it, you have to practice overall. Yep. That's the only way that you'll be able to get better at a video game is if you put time and effort into it, not by using cheats or, you know, uh, like bots and stuff like that in order for you to be good at a video game. No. That's 100% true. You, you, no. you, you don't do that. 100 true. So, yeah, I, I have my... Pro oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, dude. Um... Yeah, that's my problem with botting. But once it becomes a fair, unfair advantage to other players, is when I'm like, dude, if you're not using for just like, like yourself, you got an issue. We got issues. I feel called out. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I'm not good at video games either. Like, listen, I, I'm the. I'm like one of the worst gamers in the world. Uh, I like to pretend I'm good. I'm really not. But uh, I will never use a bot because it's just. It's just you know. I put effort into my games, but using a bot just makes it makes it silly to kind of do. Um, you know, it takes away it takes away from yourself too, like your body, and then it's like, well, where's yourself? Where's yourself? Where's your uh, achievement? Like, what did you actually achieve? You achieved nothing. Like the bot did it for you. You bought a program, told it to do something, and you beat that boss, or you got to master crafting because you used a bot, or you did, you know, or, or it's like where's where where where's your achievement? Like I, I I like you know certain things, you know, repetition. Okay, yeah, simple task. But when it comes down to actually crafting something, I want to craft it. I want to get past that challenge. I want to get better at my at my craft and and turn around and teach another player how to do it. Um, it's just. It's just, it's just, you know, silly abusing bots. Um, I guess that leads into another great conversation about bots is, uh, is viewing viewer bots for, for streaming. That's another thing. 
oh that's that's bad that people are using like they they and i guess there's two ways of looking at inbots you actually pay for uh, inbots <laughs> for a few bots uh you're looking you, you you look at the bot that you pay for that brings in you know those fake viewers or you bring up multiple tabs on like your chrome or whatever browser you're using and you have like 20 people up or 40 people up all in different tabs but you're actually not talking to them and you're not doing you just you're just you're just lurking which is you know I don't mind lurkers but I think there's a thin line between view botting and lurking lurking is like having from what i usually do with lurking is having like three maybe four tabs up and bouncing between the different tabs and actually having the conversations between the people who i'm hanging out with and supporting when you get into like 15 tabs 20 tabs 40 tabs and you're not doing nothing granted yeah you might be lurking but the same impact you're you're crossing the line of view botting uh of just giving those you're giving those people boosts but not really helping the community or the streamer or anything in any particular manner uh so i think there's, i think there's like a little a little i think there's a line between lurking and 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 view botting i depending on who the person is or who the group is you know they they can break it uh or be very close to the line of view botting so i don't know maybe i explain that the wrong way but i kind of that's that's how i feel what what's your, what's your take on that fate on viewbotting as a whole? Yeah. Viewbotting as a whole. All right. So basically, th this is my take on it. If you want to support your friends, definitely be there for them. But you don't want to literally just have multiple pages up for every single person because, one, that is not good on you, nor is it good on the streamer overall. And... I personally think, like, overall, that you, you should support your friends no matter what. You know what I mean? Right. That makes sense. No, I agree. And if that comes down to, like, listen, I'm, I, you know, all I can do right now is just is lurk because I'm chasing around kids, you know, whatever. You know, but that, that's different. But the, I, I feel like that's, that's fine. Like, having one or two tabs open for your friends, that's cool. But the moment you're, like, sitting there for, like, you know, 50 people and you're not doing anything, it's like, well, what, what are you doing? Or, or even if you open up... Uh, like you do it different ways too. You can have like, uh, I'll, I'll make different accounts for you so I can come in and boost you, make 10 different accounts for you and I'll log into like three different browsers or 10 different browsers. You can have 10 viewers. That's, that's, you're not helping your friend. You're view body them and in the end, they could get in trouble for it. You're not helping their community grow and you're not helping yourself either. Like you're not, there. there's no win-win situation there. And granted, yes, you're being pushed to the top and that's cool. So you get eyes on you, which is a shortcut which is fine okay i don't i don't believe in that i believe it's just you know you you know you're gonna put out you get to put out content whatever that content is uh whatever content is i don't know what your content is i don't know what your valuable content is i don't know what you need to make to make valuable content i can't tell you that because i'm doing it for four years i don't know what the hell i'm doing uh, i just put out content and hope that it resonates with people who enjoy it and then i kind of follow the trends with what i'm doing and then keep putting out what works and that's how i figure out you know that's how i figure out my content your content is gonna be completely different from what i put out you may not enjoy what i put out so it's just kind of finding out what works content creation is a lot of trial and error for what i've been learning um and i'm no one to give any advice because like i said i i, I you know i stream to like maybe an average of like five viewers um so but uh it's just 
view botting is something I can never, I will never ever recommend. Oh yeah, you know, just tell your friends to you know make accounts and or or open up or have your friends open up a bunch of tabs, uh, and and just sit there and but, like there's lurking and then there's just like you're not like lurkers are great because they help you get up to the next to the to the to top, but there's also a line where you need to turn around and say, well, I want to have people engaged and talk in my chat. And I like lurkers. I lurkers always welcome on my channel. Like, hey, lurkers, come hang out. I will never call you out. I'll never, you know, you know, make you feel unwelcome. You're welcome here. I just there. There's a line between, and not just saying lurkers. I'm saying the line between helping someone and then boobotting somebody. Uh, so yeah. I think that's where where that line is drawn. I think a lot of people kind of break that line or cross that line. Like, oh, I'm gonna help them out, and I make oh. like four accounts. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's not. You're not helping him. You can get banned for that. <laughs> Not, not only that, like, you can only have a certain amount of tabs open at once for when you're literally, when you are saying, well, not saying, but when you're viewing a person's stream, so you can only have a certain amount of those open at once, and it only counts for maybe 10 minutes at most, and I think, like, the, the it literally stops it after a while, yep. but overall, when it, when it comes to this, don't don't do that. You're only hurting yourself. Agreed, man. Support yep. your friends. Support your friends. Yes, you definitely do that. But do it the right way to where it doesn't mess with the streamer. Or, you know, to the point to where... Yeah, just basically to where it basically affects the streamer overall as a whole. Because that does not actually count as a viewer for them. It only nope. hurts them. That's true. And remember, organic organic growth overall is the number one thing that you should always do when it comes to comes to that. Basically. Or or basically, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Organic growth is always gonna win. I mean it's gonna it's gonna be the slowest it's gonna be a very slow grind. Um, but while you're doing it, even while you do, while you're doing it, you're gonna learn a lot about yourself. You're gonna learn about what works in your stream, what doesn't work in your stream, uh, what what your audience likes, what your audience doesn't like. Uh, so uh, it's 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 going to you know organic growth is the best way to for anything. Honestly, there's no there's no shortcut. And nothing's easy in life because if there were shortcuts and easy in life, yo, everyone would have freaking Maseratis and attained anything they want in life. But uh, that's not the way life works, and life is hard work. Whether you're streaming or trying to invest in correctly, there's no shortcuts. Uh, you know, it's just it's just being tough, man. It's just getting through it and being tough and dealing with it. So, but that's uh, I don't know. That's that's. I think those are our topics. And I know we're a little over time. We went we went like an hour and a hell, a little over an hour and a half, which we're probably looking to do in the coming future. Uh, because we want to do a segment. I don't know when. It's definitely coming. Fate and I are kind of working out logistics and whatnot for it. Uh, for having like a guest on and highlight and kind of highlight that person who's a streamer or, or content creator. Uh, so we're working out. We're working out uh logistics it's not coming anytime soon but it's something when i start talking and getting it out there uh making the podcast uh, community aware about it aware about it so when we do when we do drop it you know you're aware you hear you've heard the buzz like oh we're gonna do a segment we're gonna do a segment at the start of our show called meet the streamer where someone will jump on our call with us to hang out we'll ask them some questions get to know them how they got into streaming what they're doing currently in streaming what their goals are um 
and just things like that. You know, what they're doing in their life today and, you know, and, you know, big major events are coming up. They get married, they're having kids, whatever it might be. Things like that. So you can get to know your favorite streamers. Um, and then they, if they want to hang out after that segment uh, for like the rest of the 40 minutes of the show uh, to go through all the news, we'll, we'll hit the news and, and go through there. So I think, I think that'll be a fun uh, extra segment. That's coming. I just think we have to work out logistics and how we're going to do it, who we're going to evolve, how we're going to get guests on the show, what's the best way of doing it. There's a lot of stuff going into interviews like that, and it's not something we want to rush. We want to make sure that's really good uh, and make sure that we have everything set up for it. So when we do get our guests on, uh, on the show, uh, it'll be fun, and they're not like... You know, well, what do I do? What, 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 what scenes do I need to add and things like that? So uh, we're just trying to work out the easiest way. So when we do it, I think we kind of have like someone in mind when we do want to do it, uh, get them on. Uh, but it's going to, it's just going to be a little bit longer uh, before we do before we do that. I, I think we're going to get like at least. I think we also want to do like a good three months of straight podcasting before we actually just get that before we start moving in that direction. But we are going to be talking about it every now and then just to kind of like keep it in the back of everyone's minds that we're going to be doing something called uh, something we actually used to do when I started streaming way back when on Twitch was called Meet the Streamer. Um, so we'll make that a segment of the More Dots Radio podcast. I think it'll be very, very fun to do. But uh, guys, I don't know if you got anything else, man. I think I think it was like a lot of topic. I think we went over because we started talking about Glimish for a while in the beginning there. That was a good topic, though. Oh, that, that, yeah, that was a lot of good topics. Um, but no, that, that, that's literally about it that, that I can think of right now currently. All right, cool. Well, uh, Fate, tell everyone where they can find you. Well, right now I am... Well, of course, I'm going to be streaming here for the time being on uh, Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash idoctorfate. But within the next few weeks, I will be switching over to Glemish on the second of next month, which is going to be I Doctor Fate slash. Uh, well, no, not I Fate, but Glemish.tv slash I Doctor Fate, and that that's going to be the main platform that I'm going to be streaming off of. Um, I, I've been looking forward to the platform for a long time, and I definitely can't wait for for launch to happen. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. So same here with myself. I'll be here on uh, twitch.tv slash different bro dragon for the next 11 days. Uh, and then once March 2nd hits, uh, you will only be able to find the podcast uh, and all my streams on Glimish. Uh, and that's glimish.tv slash riven bro dragon. Uh, Twitch, we are saying you've been a great stepping stone you taught us a lot uh but it's time to move on uh so march 2nd i'm looking forward to uh that jump i think we're both looking forward to that jump over to glemish man so we're gonna be talking about that a lot we wanted the community to know like hey you know you guys are involved in the podcast and anyone coming new we want to you know we want them to check out glemish we're gonna be talking about glemish a lot for the next like two weeks uh and get and just get people uh on board with it and just see what it is and go check it out because uh, there are alternatives and not, we're not talking about people who are established, you know, people who are looking brand new, looking to start streaming, you know, and I, I know people can be romanticized about Twitch and be like, oh my God, I love Twitch. I have to make it on Twitch. There are many options out there. Twitch is not one of them. Don't stream just for a sub button. It's probably the stupidest thing you can do. Um, 
it's it, there are many options out there. You just gotta look there. Like even YouTube gives you more headroom to grow. Facebook gives you more headroom to grow. There's Trovo, which I wouldn't dream there, but I mean I don't know. People say good things about Trovo, so I'm not sure. Uh, but then there's Glimish. So we're gonna push out much information we can in the next eleven days and hopefully uh, hype it up and we get people even they come check it out. Uh, is cool and kind of like oh I like the way it looks and I like FTL and then you make an account and become a streamer there or become a viewer there would be great. So, but. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an awesome podcast. I appreciate you all popping in. Uh, and I think we're going to head on out of here. Um, it's, been, it's been grand, guys. I appreciate it. It's been fun. So Definitely has. <sighs> we will be back next Thursday covering tons of Outrider demo information. Tell you from start to where we all the way from level one to level seven, all the in-betweens. And some cool gameplay from uh, from our streams. Uh, so it's going to be a good time there, guys. Uh, everyone, hope you have a good night. We're going to head on here. Let's get out of here, feet. Peace out, everyone. Take, take care, everyone. Be safe. Whew, that was fun, dude. That was definitely really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, man, I enjoyed that a lot. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Where's that from? Uh, I can't remember, but I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I can't remember offhand. Oh, wow. It is trending. Video game fans clarify Chun Li is a character from Street Fighter, not Mortal Kombat, from an article published <laughs> by on Jezebel uh, titled "Who Forgot to Invite Chun Li to Mortal Kombat." Oh my goodness! Yeah, did you see the thing I sent you? Uh, yeah, about a uh, GameStop. Yeah, did you did you see the way that the dude's mics like turned? It's not how you turn that, like, you use that mic. Yeah, it's a condenser I, I mic. I have it right now, currently. Yeah, it's supposed to be in your face. He's using it. Unless you're using, uh, no, it's using the SP version. I was saying, unless you're using the XLR version, then it's a different story. Oh, no, it's 100% it's a, a USB. <laughs> he's talking to the right, even Harris Heller says he's talking to the wrong side of the mic. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even see. That. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Oh man. That's hilarious, fucking Harris Heller, man. He's a the Harris Heller is a great dude, man. See, this was the article I was telling you about. Why? Oh, yeah. Freaking buttheads. <laughs> I don't even think there was... I don't think there was, like, any, like, crossover or anything like that, if I remember correctly. No, there wasn't. No, it wasn't. I, I wonder who she meant to say. I don't think there's anybody that like looks similar to Chun Li. Hmm. Well, no, no. wait. Wasn't that no. like Sonya or something? Sonya or her, uh, her mom. 
No, 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 that's Sony Blade. Um, gosh. Wow, I, I, I literally had a brain fart, man. Huh. Oh, dude. Katana, Katana, and Katana's mom. Katana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Katana. I dropped these lights. Oh, my God, my legs. Workouts are killing me. Oh, my God, I can't move. Oh, bright lights are <laughs> off. Oh, I'm going to close my green screen really fast. One second. Yep, not a problem. Oh. Oh. Oh That was that was good. That was a fun podcast. Oh shit, I'm still recording over here. I gotta stop it.